Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 910, for Saturday, December 23rd, 2023. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. After popping into the top ten a couple of weeks ago again at number eight, last week down to thirteen, this week down to number twenty, Voidfall, by Nigel Buckle and David Turchi, published by Mind Clash Games, with 18,644 views. Now, that is a decline of 2,327, or 11% for Voidfall, but it is 2,002 more than last week's number 20, and in fact, the most views we have had for a number 20, going all the way back almost six years to the first week of January of 2018, uh, when the number 20 game had over 22,000 views. That was the week that Gloomhaven had its peak number of views, so it was a huge elevated week. The more recent close amount was a little over a year ago in the first week of December, and this week's total of 18,644 beats out that week by just 88. Down 5 to 19, Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 19,483, about 800 more than Voidfall, a decline of 5%. And so this is the harbinger of how the list is going this week. The games that uh, jumped the week of Black Friday and then fell back the following week and then jumped up again last week, which I'm attributing to more Christmas shopping, largely are falling back again this week to a greater or lesser degree. Wingspan loses five spots, but down just one to 18, Lost Ruins of Arnak by Min and Elvin, published by Czech Games Edition with 19,834, about 350 more than Wingspan, actually a gain of 9%, very significant gain. But since everything is higher, uh, that's not quite enough to keep position. Down from 9 to 17, Apiary, by Connie Vogelman, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 20,040, about 200 more than Arnak, a decline of 14% as it ends a six-week run back in the top 10. Re-entering at number 16, Earth, by Maxima Tardif, published by Inside Up Games, with 20,198 about 150 more than Apiary, nearly double what it had last week, and the highest position that Earth has seen in well over five months, going back to July 8th, when it was last number nine. Dipping from 10 to 15, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 20,520, 322 more than Earth, a decline of 8%. Continuing its yo-yo, last week up 13 to number 6, this week back down 8 to 14, Nucleum, by Simona Luciani and David Turchi, published by Board and Dice, with 21,419, 900 more than Spirit Island, a decline of 25%. After two weeks at number 12, inching down one more to 13, Dune, Imperium by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 21,000, 
465, just 46 more than nucleum, a slight gain, 101 views, which equates to about a half of 1%. Again, another game falling out after just a week back in the top 10, this time down from 7 to 12, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 22,382, about 900 more than Dune, and a decline of 12%. Jumping from almost into the top 20 last week at number 21 to almost into the top 10 this week at number 11, Sleeping Gods, Distant Skies, by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games, with 23,305, again about a gap of 900, back to brass, and a gain of 41%. There are five new entries in the top 10 this week. We've heard from most of those falling out, from 7 to 12, brass, from 6 to 14, nucleum, from 10 to 15, spirit island, from 9 to 17, apiary, also after two weeks in the top 10, dropping from three out of the top 100, Ironwood. Number 10. Ice by Brago and Samson F. Perret, published by This Way, with 25,370, more than 2,000, better than the Sleeping Gods sequel. It's also a little over 3,000, more than last week's number 10. The setting of Ice is a frozen world in the future in which players are archaeologists digging through ice. And the way that's represented in the game is you have a board that is basically arrayed in five levels. And so you are physically digging into the board, so to speak. Your goal is to find a legacy edifice that not only ends the game, but also changes a rule for the following game. Now, ice on Board Game Geek for whatever reason, it's completely mystifying to me, is not only fully capitalized, but they have a space between each letter, because that's the way it is on the box. Okay, whatever. Number nine, Dune, Imperium, Uprising, by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf with 25,485. Just 115 more than ice, a gain of 4%, almost a 1,000 more than last week, but it loses one position. Number 8, Deliverance, by Andrew Lowen, published by Lowen Games with 27,533. It's about 2,000, a couple thousand more than Uprising, a big decline of 45%. Deliverance was last week's number 1. And so it breaks that streak of all these games that have hit number one and then fallen right back out of the top ten. It does, however, fall seven positions. Number seven, Earthborn Rangers, by Adam and Brady Sadler, published by Earthborn Games, with 27,628, just 95 more than Deliverance, a gain of 85% from last week. Last week it was number 27 so a 20-position climb. It returns to the top 10 for the first time in four and a half months, charts for the fourth time. Earthborn Rangers is, quote, a customizable cooperative card game set in the wilderness of the far future, unquote. It has narrative components and has a lot of 
uh, a lot of people that used to work for FFG. So it, you might think of it as a cooperative LCG, although, of course, that's an FFG trademark. Number six, The White Castle by Sheila Santos and Israel Sandrero, published by Devere, with 28,655. A thousand more than Earthborn Rangers, a decline of 6%, or about 1,800 views from last week, as it falls back two positions. Number 5. Arc Nova by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games, with 29,496. 800 more than the White Castle, a gain, a slight gain, of just under 1% from last week, but that bucks the trend of many long-running games this week. It repeats at number 5 for the second time in a row, and also the fourth time in the last five weeks. Those last five weeks' positions have been 5, 5, 4, 5, 5. Number 4. The Veil of Eternity by Eric Hong, published by Renegade Game Studios with 30,702. 1,200 more than Ark Nova. This is a fantasy-themed card game with drafting, set collection, and uh, as is very common with card games, there are multiple different effects on the cards themselves. The setting, you are hunting monsters and spirits, and particularly dragons, they're the most valuable, in order to tame them for use as your minions. Number 3. The Fox Experiment by Elizabeth Hargrave and Jeff Fraser, published by Pandasaurus Games, with 33,845. Better than 3,000 over the Veil of Eternity, and more than triple what it had last week, sitting well outside the top 30. It returns for the second time to the top 10, the last time more than a year away. The theme, the setting of the fox experiment, is a Russian experiment to domesticate foxes by means of crossbreeding. And so the way, and selective breeding, the way the game uh, tries to accomplish that is by using dice and dry erase cards to select which traits you want, is now arriving to backers and has been about six months late. Number two, Heat, by Asger Harding Granarud and Daniel Skilled Pedersen, published by Days of Wonder with 34,489. Just 644 more than the Fox Experiment, a decline of 16%, so it holds on to the number two position for the third consecutive week, but not by much. This is also the, uh, becomes the 16th game to spend seven or more weeks at number two. Number 1. Scara Bray by Shem Phillips, published by Garfield Games, with 42,719. 8,000 more than Heat. According to the Board Game Geek blurb in Scara Bray, quote, you gather resources and shelter the settlers of Neolithic northern Scotland, unquote. Uh, this marks the fifth straight week that we have had a different game, a new game, uh, at number one. In fact, you have to go back to, I mean, this has just dawned on me to look for it, and I guess I should have waited until it happened again to, re to mention this stat, because uh, I don't think it's going to happen next week. 
But the last time a game actually repeated at number one in consecutive weeks, you have to go all the way back to early July with Mr. President that had back-to-back weeks in early July. Otherwise, since then, it's been a different game at number one every week. Now, sometimes a game has left and come back or it has spent a second week at number one, um, but it has been different each time. 